Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Ford believes they are at their limit. Does that mean they're going to lock out the the workers and say, all right, this is the offer. We're done here. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. UAW just put another plant on strike yesterday. That was in Louisville. They make the Expedition and the Ford Super Duty trucks. 9,000 people. 9,000 people more on strike. And we'll see what happens today. But there is a statement, uh, this uh, the Associated Press reporting, from a Ford executive saying that we're, we're here. Ford stretched to get to the offer it now has on the table. There isn't more room to go. Then you've got the UAW president, Sean Fain, Saying, oh, no, no, we're going to keep asking for more. I believe it was Sean Fain saying in a video, we've been very patient working with the company on this. They have not met expectations. They're not even coming to the table on it. So I expect this to continue, at least based on what we're seeing now. So much of this can be bluster based on what's going on behind the scenes. Um, I won't be surprised to be surprised, but I get no indication anywhere, anywhere that there is a deal in the offing for any of the big three. There are right now 33,700 workers on strike. I believe that is uh, it. 33,700. And that number will go up. Meanwhile, Disney is raising the prices for uh, theme parks. 10% for Disneyland in California, Walt Disney World in Florida. They have put together a $60 billion spending plan So um, I believe that a ticket price for Disneyland is $194. The price per ticket on busy days, says that like a weekend or something like that, $194. At Disney World, you can get something called the Incredipass. is now $1,449. It was $1,399. It was up 50 bucks. Um, if you can afford it, man, I need to be in your business. You know, it's Wolf of Wall Street. I quit my job. I work for you. I'm going to have to get those fake teeth like, like Jonah, Jonah Hill. What is happening in Israel has an effect on all of us. Some people don't quite understand that. One of the effects, gun sales. I will bring you the story coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Thursday, never 
just did an angry post on Twitter, because that's the only kind of post that seems to exist. Holy smokes, nobody cares. They write, we don't care about Ukraine either. What does this have to do with fixing the USA? Wall-to-wall coverage on your show all week. I wish there was one good morning show for my AM drive. Well, maybe maybe you'll find it in another city. Best of luck to you. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. The reason we're talking about war is because it has an effect on all of us. The barbarism of Hamas has an effect on all of us. This push to tell Israel they're not allowed to respond has an effect on all of us. This call, this call to violence from Hamas, go after Jews, go after uh, the Zionists everywhere they are around the globe. An Israeli embassy staff member was stabbed in Beijing. That's right. Beijing. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It has an effect everywhere. I haven't stopped talking about the southern border once. As a matter of fact, I discussed how this has become more of an issue. Because Lord only knows who's been coming up through the southern border with the horrible problem we have of not actually defending it. And the worry about terrorist cells coming through the southern border because the administration currently refuses to recognize they have a problem. And Republicans and Democrats have not created legislation for all the pieces of the border puzzle. Legislation that works, that provides for legal immigration, and ends to our best ability illegal immigration. We have a serious issue. You take a look at what's happened in Israel. You take a look at the southern border. You take a look at these calls for for violence, and it has people on edge. And we're seeing it in our shops, specifically our gun stores. Bryce Curry joins me right now. He is the owner of Premier Arms in Brownsburg. Full disclosure, a sponsor of my show, uh, PremierArms.com. You're seeing it, Bryce. Over the last week, how have the trends been going in firearm sales? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me on this morning, Tony. We saw a little bit when we opened on Monday where people started coming in uh, with concerns. A lot of uh, people saying, I'm concerned about my safety. I'm concerned with what, you know, the generic moniker, what's happening in the world. And it's just, it's accelerated throughout the week. Uh, Sales have picked up uh, defensive firearms, uh, definitely first-time gun owners, people that are maybe hunters and never thought about home defense uh, are now coming in and and seeing that um, the need uh, sadly, with uh, the current events in the world, uh, to to look into becoming farm owners, becoming um, people that can can better sustain uh, or defend themselves. Now, I'm in favor of people defending themselves, but as as it sometimes gets described when these things happen, whether it be somebody talking about some uh, anti Second Amendment uh, policy or legislation, things like that, people will come in and feel like, okay, now I need to get something before it's too late. Now I need to get something. There's a danger. And they buy things that are easily affordable. But I don't know if they're buying in a way that also leads them to, okay, I'm going to work properly with this firearm. Is is it is it a panic buy? Or do you and, and your staff at Premier Arms work to kind of 
bring that panic down so there's a logical buy? I mean, is is that a responsibility of yours? I guess is maybe a better way to say that. I think so. Being being in this industry, I think you have a, more of a responsibility with the products you sell than just selling a customer what they ask for. I mean, we are uh, as much of an educational provider, uh, ask the questions, what are they looking for? What comfort level do they have? What training, if any, do they have? What training do they seek? We can make recommendations for training. Um, but yes, it's it's not simply walking in the store and we have, you know, 1,500 of the same gun in stock and you just get handed that gun and leave. We do try to educate the customer. We do try to make sure they get something that will fit their needs. And I'm never going to sell something to a customer of mine for a home defense, personal defense that I personally would not carry or trust uh, my wife to have or a family member to have to protect them as well. Talking to Bryce Curry, the owner of Premier Arms in Brownsburg, premierarms.com, full disclosure, sponsor of of my program here on WIBC. Uh, talk to me about what they're buying. You know, you mentioned how they're saying the, the state of the world, but what are they saying about what it is that they need? How do they come to you? Where is the Where are the major purchases going? It started off on Monday. We we kind of have two different groups of people. We have people that really aren't firearm owners, never really felt they needed one, uh, which is good. I mean, we want to be in a world where we don't feel we need to be armed at all times. And those those buyers tend to migrate towards, I'm looking for a handgun. I'm looking for something, you know, proverbially something small for the house, a revolver, uh, a small handgun, a, a, a SIG 365, for example, one that you're you're familiar with. Um, but we do have that other type of customer that is a gun customer. They 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 have firearms. They shoot recreational. They hunt. Uh, they collect. And that that segment is really gravitating towards the AR-15. They want something on a rifle platform, something that uh, is is better um, is suited for you know attaching you know optics to or lights to or that sort of thing. So small handguns and AR-15 rifles are probably our two largest segments of, of the firearms we sell that are that are uh, popular right now. Uh, talking to Bryce Curry of Premier Arms, uh, premierarms.com, uh, the people who are, are buying from you, um, you, you purchase estate sales, you purchase large scale collections. You, you, you've done this, you've done this on the, on the jewelry side because you guys also have a jewelry store within uh, the Premier Arms uh, PA Jewelers. Um, is this people coming in, putting cash down or credit card down and saying, I need this? Or are there people coming in saying, what do you have to trade? A little bit of both. I mean, the economy is, is tough right now. You you talk about it. The WIBC talks about it on a regular basis. So sadly, I mean, I do have customers come in that I want this. They pull out, you know, cash or their credit card. We run the transaction. Um, I did have an instance, actually, Monday comes to mind, where a customer came in and wanted to trade a, uh, a piece of jewelry uh, for a firearm because they believed they needed that firearm to protect themselves more than that piece of jewelry. And Sadly, it was a uh, it was an anniversary ban that she said she no longer thought she needed. The firearm was more important. So, I am seeing a little bit of that where people want to trade or trade hunting style firearms for a defensive firearm because they just don't have the money or want to spend the money specifically to buy that defensive firearm. Uh, you and I have had many a conversation about this, um, and and when you hear this story, you know part of it is. Oh my gosh, people are concerned, and, and there's an argument of rightfully so. 
panic is never something that feels good. And I think that for the vast majority of us, when we hear people saying, man, I need to, I need to protect myself, panic buying makes one feel off. Like this is, this does not bring us a, a good result. Would you argue that the people are who you're seeing, who you don't see on a normal basis, are in panic, or would you more call it just concern? I would actually call it a bit of both. I, I want to be in the want business, not the need business. I don't want to be in a society where we need to, to buy the predominant products I sell, firearms, defensive firearms. I want people to want to collect or want to hunt or want to recreationally shoot not feel I have to run out and buy this firearm because I need to protect my family from fill in the blank. I do see there are some customers that are in the, in the panic business. I can tell you that the more of the majority is in the, I've been thinking about this. It's time to be prepared business, which gives me a little bit of, of a solace because there's not that, I don't see that huge panic yet. Now that may develop. We're seeing, um, runs on ammunition starting. We're seeing distributors contacting us, telling telling us that they're obviously we keep an eye on that. I mean, actually, yesterday, every hour we were checking on um, availability on our end, on our wholesale end. So we're seeing those stores, the stocks start to be pulled down in the distributors. So when panic sets in, uh, that's kind of what happens. So right now, not as much panic, but it may be trending that way. Well, I, I, I certainly feel that that the the middle part there is is I, is very understandable. That people have been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it, and an event happens and they go, "Okay, we're doing this now." Now it's happening, and I have anecdotally had a couple people share that with me. Okay, yeah, by by this weekend, there's a there's a firearm in in the house. It's time to learn what it is uh, that I'm doing. And by the way, they have they have the books, they've got the gear, they've got. Everything, they'll tell you where to go to get trained. Uh, Premier Arms in Brownsburg, premierarms.com. Bryce Curry of Premier Arms, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Time to fill up on the news. Tony Katz, that's me, by the way. How are you? 93 WIBC. Good morning. Dow futures up 45. NASDAQ futures down 42. Banks are going to release some earnings today. Could have an effect. But as we discussed, oil prices did take a jump today. More sanctions regarding Russia and oil. But it's it's interesting that we had been tracking oil and it was above $90 a barrel. And this was heading towards $100 a barrel and that psychological barrier of $100. And then it didn't. And it's weird because there was a refinery issue out west. And that had caused gas prices in that region to to go up. But when it came to to the barrels, they dipped back under 90. Earlier this morning, they were up quite a bit because of of these sanctions. And uh, that's still basically in the same place. Uh, West Texas Intermediate crude, Crude is up. Uh, 363, same with Brent crude, but both are still below 90. Now, we shouldn't confuse certain issues. That's a high number. It's a high number. And it the, the inflationary pressures that we just saw, inflation has not gone away. 
3.7%. Uh, that is as a double the, the 2% that I believe it is the Federal Reserve is looking for. So don't think anything is all right and take a look at that producer price index. Take a look at the fact that manufacturing has shrunk for the past 11 months and things do not look good. But I did expect this oil number to be worse and I'm trying to get an understanding of what's going on. Is this about American production? Even in the face of Biden canceling all these oil and gas leases? Is this about production coming from somewhere else that's creating a a little more security on on that energy market? I'm curious to get the answer because I don't have it yet. When I have when I have an idea, I'll bring you. Hey, that's what I think, and then you can agree, disagree, and go uh, go from there. Uh, one of the other stories: Chris Stapleton has canceled shows due to illness. I I maybe I should be tracking how often this happens. It just seems over the last couple of years, canceling of shows goes on all the time. Now, he has bronchitis and laryngitis. That kind of makes it impossible to sing. So he wrote to all my friends in Corpus Christi, Houston, and Lafayette, I'm very sorry to tell you all that I am, to to let you all know I'm unable to perform this weekend's show. Uh, I have bronchitis and laryngitis, and on doctor's orders, I'm on vocal rest through the weekend in order to heal. Yeah, that that would make sense. That would make a tremendous amount of sense. Dude, sick, can't go on. Again, it's one of those things. Does that happen more than ever? And I'm not trying to make a COVID conversation here. I wasn't trying to get conspiratorial. I wasn't doing it. Everyone just calm down. All right, that was not necessary. I I wasn't saying that it was COVID. Would Would you stop it? Thank you. I'm saying that I don't think it's COVID. It's just, I don't know if guys sing through things like they used to. Oh, that's just, uh, you are rude. You are rude. Don't need that at all. Don't need that in the slightest. One other story, if I may, if I can fit it in. Uh, I I would like to hear from the gang on what they think about this, because this never dawned on me. From Pro Football Talk on NBC Sports, here's the headline. Report, Pat McAfee has paid Aaron Rodgers millions to appear weekly on his show. Pat McAfee, of course, got the show. It's it's now with ESPN. He signed the massive deal there. Wants the money. Doesn't want to have all the responsibility of owning the business. Totally get it. Uh, it's being reported by Andrew Marchand. I believe that's how I pronounce his name, that Rogers, quote, is receiving more than seven figures per year to come on the show each week. McAfee confirmed to Marchand that Rogers, quote, has made over a million dollars with us for sure. Um, I, I'm asking a question. I have never paid anybody to be on the show. Different show, different presentation, different audience. I, I, I get it. Does that make sense to anybody? Am I missing something? I'm not even saying I oppose it. Like, I I don't... I'm not saying I I in any way oppose the thing. I'm asking, is this a thing? 
Because the report also says that Alabama coach Nick Saban is in the neighborhood of a million dollars a year. It's not uncommon for players and coaches to be paid for appearances on radio and TV shows. I didn't know this. I had I had no idea that this happened. This happens? It's like one of those things I was today days old when I learned that this was going on. No clue. I am I am stunned by this revelation. I had no idea this happened. None. Goodness gracious. I don't know how I feel about that. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Our responsibility is to the stability and the security of the region. That means being able to support not support, yes, Israel in its defensive capacities, right, in its ability in, in, in that context. But it also means that the United States has a responsibility to ensure accountability to human rights, to prevent the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians, and to ensure that horrors do not happen in the names of victims who do not want their tragedy used to justify further violence and injustice. It's up to the United States to prevent the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. Oh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, you continue to amaze with your complete unwillingness to focus. It is Hamas that is engaging in the destruction of the quote-unquote Palestinians. Let me give you an example. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Israel gave warning, evacuate northern Gaza. Evacuate, which would lead one to believe that the ground offensive will begin. Hamas, as the reporting goes this morning, is preventing people from leaving their homes. Hamas has no interest in human life. They have no interest in the quote-unquote Palestinian people. They don't care how many dead. It's a good story for them to engage and enrage the rest of the Jew-hating world to destroying Israel and, yes, killing Jews around the globe. There has long been the conversations about Palestine as cause versus Palestine as state. And the reality being that the forces that be never actually wanted a two-state solution because that was never the objective. And what we are really lost on is the objective. People still pretend that this isn't the thing. Well, they showed you it in Indianapolis last night. The Islamic Society of North America said so when they stated that it's all Israel's fault, not even mentioning Hamas. That is support, however you want to say it, for destruction, for death, for killing. And certainly those people who were protesting yesterday on the circle 
were calling for the death of Israelis, calling for the death of Jews from the river to the sea. They don't care about human life. They don't care about the Palestinians. The Palestinians would be far better off without Hamas. The world should be saying, why don't we put an end to this nonsense, get rid of this terrorist organization, then we could actually see some prosperity taking place. You'd at least have a better shot. You have no shot now. And as we heard from Tom Rose, who is in Israel just north of Tel Aviv, the country seems very set on all conversation is over. And for that, I cheer them. I have uh, long been much more of a hawk than, than the people of Israel and understanding that it's not my country. I don't need to be told where I live. I'm an American. The fact that I am a Zionist, my name is Tony Katz. I am a Zionist. Israel has the right to exist. Israel has the right to defend itself. Israel remains. It doesn't change the fact that I'm an American. And I may see things differently from the outside than Israelis do, just like you might. But I have long favored an end to the nonsense. Leave it to the Israelis to want to try and find a way and want to try and find a way. Now, with the murder of 1,200 people, Hamas has made it clear. Okay, this is the way it's going to be. Well, as I've stated, um, this war has a very profound effect on culture. There are 700, 800 Hollywood celebrities who have signed a letter in favor of Israel. Were you expecting that? Uh, uh, Kylie Jenner wanted to speak out in favor of uh, in favor of Israel, and her fan base got so upset that she deleted the the the, the social media message. Well, she's a Kardashian. She's a coward. What are you going to do? Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Uh, she's at least cowardly. She's got a billion dollars. Maybe she has some influence. Maybe stand up. I don't know. It's up to you, kid. Um, but it's it. I want to focus a little bit more about what we've seen on college campuses. And these presidents, uh, Pam Witten, Meng Chang, uh, uh, President Danko at Butler, Jeffrey Mearns at Ball State, what did they say? And I want to compare it, as I will on Tony Katz today, to what happened at the University of Florida with Ben Sass. And we can ask ourselves, what is the standard that we want? Why have so many universities failed? I believe it is a litmus test, and I believe that it's a litmus test for right here in Indiana. And secondary statements don't necessarily take away from primary statements. You want me to show grace? I'm not 100% sure I can give it all to you. People are going to have to ask themselves, where do I send my child? Where do I do it? As for the day of rage which is Hamas wanting Jews dead around the globe. We've seen Israeli embassy workers stabbed in, in, in China. We've seen an Israeli student beaten uh, at Columbia. Me? I'm going to go have a cigar. Me? I'm going to go live my life. I don't know what you're doing, whether you're Jewish or not. It's not, it's not it. Live in fear of these people? No, I live aware of these people, not in fear of these people. There's a difference between the two things. Live aware. Don't live in fear. Don't you for a second. In the end, it is us or it is them.
Now it's a horrible way to have to look at the world. Here we are. It is us or it is them. And guys, I choose us. So I'm going to go about my day. You know somebody wants me. I'm going on with my day. And I will tomorrow and I will the next day. That's the plan. Make it your plan as well.